You're listening to Noteworthy on UIC Radio. I am your host, Ivan Mitchell. And what you just heard right there was Saba. That was Heaven All Around Me. That was from his 2018 album, Care For Me. An album that I uh, had as my number one album. An album that my guest, Big Dave, also had as his number one album of 2018. He's in the studio with me right now. He is the co-host of the Ball on Bulls podcast. And also, you can find him on TV on Bulls Outsiders after every Bulls game. I should say every after every uh, Bulls post game mm-hmm. on uh, NBC Sports Chicago. I got him in here talking about music. Oh, one of the reasons that I was excited to have you on here was because uh, there's going to be an upcoming anniversary that's going to be celebrated, or at least I feel that should be celebrated. Uh, April 19th, 1994. Mm-hmm. That was the release date of Illmatic, the debut album, from one Nas Mm. and we both like the album but I'm just going to ask you Mm -hmm. just one question sure point blank simple question Mm -hmm. is Illmatic the greatest hip hop album of all time yes wrap up the show let's go home (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here folks we're into things early we're done yes 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 okay so yes so we we, so Big Dave has established that Illmatic is the greatest hip hop album of all time or he's let it known that's where he stands let it be known (laughs) (laughs) so so why is it the greatest hip-hop album of all time okay so you know let me tell you when when illmatic came out um i I was i think i just started high school if i'm not mistaken okay and my brother like i alluded to earlier you know was the dude hip-hop dude so he had that album I begged him for that album. Mm. I begged him, dog. Bro, just like, no, man, no. No, just let me listen to it, please. Just let me hear it. I just need to hear it for days. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it, you know, just being the annoying little brother. And then finally I said, man, dude, just let me hear it. I will sit on the couch. I won't go anywhere. I just want to sit here and I just want to listen. Mm. I, don't, I won't do anything. Like, you can sit here with me. I don't just care. Just like get to drop a contract. Yeah, right. <laughs> These are the terms. <laughs> to be fair, he was right to feel that way because of the past when he would give me albums and then he'd be like, what happened to it? I don't know. You know, or where's this album? I don't know. <laughs> and I know just what happened to it. I never know? put it. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> the little brother disease. If it eats tapes. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he told you. <laughs> but um, so he finally decided. He was like, yes, okay, fine. I'll let you listen to it. And here's why I know it's good, because I still remember everything about this. Mm. He gave me he gave me the tape, man. And I went into the living room, and the lamp was on. I remember the lamp was on, and I put the tape in, and I put my headphones on. And I remember pressing play, and the first thing was Genesis, you know, that comes on. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this sounds strange. That was my first reaction. Mm. This sounds strange. Like, I don't know what this is. This this don't sound like an album. I don't know what this is. Yeah, because you really didn't get an intro like that. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't give, get another intro like that until, what, AT Aliens? Yeah, AT Aliens or when the Woo would was, was start hitting you. Yeah, yeah, intro exactly. Like yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I was just like, oh, man, you know, I don't know what this, what's going on. And then, ding, ding, ding. And I was like, okay. And I remember I laid back on the couch. And, <laughs> and then the, the first thing you hear. Out of this dude's mouth. The first thing you hear is rappers are monkey flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking musicians, inflicting compositions of pain. I'm like Scarface sniffing cocaine, holding the M16. See with the pen, I'm extreme. Now. (laughs) You know what I mean? The first thing. That's an introduction for you. Come on, man. And 
Premier said like Nas didn't even know where to start the rhyme. Like you could hear him before he said, "I don't even know where to start this." Mm-hmm. And if you listen closely, you can hear Premier say, "Now." And mm-hmm. Premier said like nobody knew what he had written. Nobody knew what was coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what was going on. This dude was like what 17, 18, 19 years old. Nobody knew what was going on. And then when he said now, and he said that came out of his mouth, he's maybe his eyes just got really big. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what did you say? And so I just remember sitting on that couch, just listening to that entire album. And I remember when the last song ended, which is It Ain't Hard to Tell. I mean, I just sat there, like, just looking at the ground because it felt like I went somewhere. Mm. It felt like I traveled. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it did what a good book does. You know what I mean? Like, good book, you disappear. You know what I mean? You got it, you open it, you're reading it, you're gone. Mm-hmm. And you come back, you know. To, but this is what it did. It, it, I was transported. Like, I was on that train in New York. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With him, man. Like, I was I was looking at that tech on the dresser. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With him, dog. Like, I was talking to that little kid. You know, he was trying to tell him, you know, don't, don't get down with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I was there on that park bench. I was watching all this happen. And I never f- had that feeling before with anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like extremely visual. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't. I was like, this is unbelievable. And I, I just I played it again. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I immediately played it again because I was like, my brother didn't come in here yet. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I played. I got it another again. one. <laughs> and then I begged him to let me, just make me a dub of it. You know what I mean? Mm. So I got a dub of it, and then I saved up some money and went and just got the tape myself. Sure. Yeah. And I played it. And I did what Biggie said. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Because that's what I did. I, mm-hmm. let, I, I played it until it snapped. And then when my uh, cousin actually pieced it back together for me with some tape. I still don't know how he does this. But mm-hmm. he did it. He pieced it together for me with some tape. And I played it over and over again. The only... and Okay, so fast forward. The only uh, tapes I had in my car. When I had a tape player in my car. I, I had a CD player and a tape player. Mm-hmm. In my old uh, Impala. Rest in peace to my Impala. <laughs> And the only tapes I had were Cypress Hill's first album, which I still feel is completely underrated, and Illmatic. Mm. Because I was like, okay, if, if I can't have no music in here and, and my CD player don't work or I leave my phone at home, all right. Yeah, I got to have okay. something. Yeah, go with the Columbia guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wow, you're right. They're both Columbia right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Interesting. But yeah, but I, was, I'm, I, feel, I always feel comfortable if I have Illmatic. Mm. I don't care if I don't have anything else. I don't care if I You know how I feel about Thriller. You know how I sure, feel about yeah. Marvin Gaye. He's my favorite artist. Yeah, yeah. You know how I feel about you know the Isley Brothers. Like you know how I feel about them. Um, but I always feel like if I've got Illmatic, I'm good. Mm. I, I can because I can literally just press play and it can go over and over and over again for 24 hours, and I won't get bored with it. I won't get mad at it. I won't get upset with it. I'll still find some new things in it. You know what I'm saying? That I didn't hear before. Like I still do. I still yeah. Find you still do because I was listening to it. Just you know just for uh, today's show and it was just like okay yeah i didn't really yeah that like half of a bar <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you're like <laughs> that oh, i wow. didn't really visualize right and it's like oh wow yeah because like, you because you grew up with this and just like when you grow you learn you know like my father used to speak to me in grown man terms mm-hmm. and i didn't understand it as a teenager but it wasn't until i got older i was like oh that's what that means mm. you know what i'm saying i was like oh oh i get what you were saying yeah, now yeah. i understand if, what this means it fits within the proper context correct yeah. man and this is what this album did for me yeah and that's i feel like that's what you know some great albums should do they should be able to be able to grow along with you and right. the context should just grow with you as well too and you know I, I mean i agree with you i mean i feel like there's always some other album that's better than illmatic but mm-hmm. i just go by it logically do the mathematics in my head mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, 
like I have to also agree that Illmatic is the greatest hip hop album of all time. Yes. And part of me is like, well, is it really? Yeah, Can it be? It is. And I've and I've been, ha- <laughs> but the thing is, I've been having this debate with myself, this internal debate for like the okay. past okay. ten or fifteen years. Oh, this wow. is the greatest. Okay. And it always ends up with like, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be Illmatic. <laughs> well, because see, my my experience with it was way different than yours. Okay. So, I, of course, I you know listened to the singles when they were getting uh, airplay back then when they were first released. But the first Nas album I actually owned was It Was Written. Yeah. And that one came with the lyrics. Yeah. So I was able to read along with it. And, you know, it's definitely a more accessible Nas album. Mm-hmm. But just having the lyrics along, like, helped you visualize everything. And I get to Illmatic, and I've heard good things about it. I know the singles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just it's really bare bones, just the booklet, just, like, the producers, mm-hmm. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. And it's it's a super verbose album. And I wasn't a fan like the first time I heard it. Mm-hmm. But I credit that album with just helping increase my skills as a listener. Mm. Because it forced me to just like listen with intent. Because before I didn't have to do that as much. Not saying that like whatever else I was listening to, they weren't lyr- lyrically great or anything like that. But Illmatic, I had to sort of take my time with it. And... I had to go beyond just the ones that were I, I was familiar with or the ones that just had like a catchy sample, you know, or whatever. And then you get around to something like One Love and you understand the whole narrative of it and all the details that are just so squished in all together, like within like five minutes or whatever. And you're just blown away. So it's kind of like it took me a while to get, to get to that point where you were on a couch, maybe I don't know how many weeks or months after, mm-hmm. but you just cannot deny it. No. So, I mean, I think we definitely feel a same uh, a certain way about Illmatic because we both came from that age. Mm-hmm. You know, we came from that era. Sure. Uh, do you think, like your average, like teenager, mm-hmm. could get something from Illmatic today? Yeah, because uh, I mean, greatness don't change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those things don't change at all. It w- it would be like saying, can somebody get something from what's going on? Mm. You know. So it's like on that level. Can. Yeah, like yeah, it's, and it's, it's definitely on that level for me. Um, I, w- I would uh, anything like I don't care. I would put this album against anything in any genre, whatever. I I will hold this album up there, and and be like, what you got? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like like what you want to do? I will hold this album like that. But yeah, like any kid can understand growing up. Like you know what I'm saying? Growing up with struggle, even if you didn't grow up his way. You know, because I didn't grow up totally like his way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But you you understood the struggle. Yeah, you understand yeah, the, you know the class saying? struggle. Yeah, you got that. And even with that, he was so intellectual and so smart mm. that he could relate to people who were always in school as just as much as the cat who's on the corner. Mm. Like he related to both of them on this album. Like that's what he did. You know, the the wordplay, yeah. you know what I'm saying, alone. He related to the kid and me by saying monkey flip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I understood that because I'm a wrestling fan. Exactly. So when he said rappers out monkey flip them, I was like, oh, already? You got my attention. You know what I'm saying? Because you've already said, you watch wrestling. Yeah. Like, and then also, like, Bastion Beats, like the Iron Sheik or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like the tech with correct techniques. Yes. So, yeah, saying things like that, you know what I'm saying, it kind of speaks to, you know, the kid in you and what mm. you are at that at that point. You know what I'm saying? So it lets you know that how how far-ranging he was. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because he was only, like, what, 17 or 18 right at, at that time. Yeah, yeah so. bro. He was a teenager. And you either thought at that time, whatever age you told me Nas was, I would have believed you. 
Mm. You could have told me from the age Nas was was sixteen to forty. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, no, no, definitely. Yeah. Like it, it really doesn't have any kind of limit to it. Just yeah, as far as it's just like how lyrically advanced this album is. Yeah, where it's just that no matter like you said like the age range or whatever you can hear like the youth yeah. from all the way up to the old yeah that's it's all like encompassed within like what just like what under 40 minutes or whatever yeah right right <laughs> under the 40 minute mark and, and also i don't want to leave out the production because oh, that's the key too. music is key he had a dream team yeah which wasn't just to put some more context into it that that wasn't something that was usually done back then it's no, just usually you had no. one producer one yep you had the guy <laughs> You, you would hope somebody would come on and be a feature just to talk, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or roll something on, on the album. Like, yo, what's up, dog? Yeah, I remember when Method Man was on the Showbiz and AG album. He came on and spit like four bars. And it was like, oh, Method Man came on. <laughs> yeah, this is great. That's it. All you said was like four things. And it was like, oh, Method Man on here. Yeah, that was so, your only piece of variety yeah, right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that meant something then because Method Man was, was Drake at yeah. that point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... Yeah, it, it it was not it was unheard of to come together, and it was even more unheard of to come together for a dude's first album. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. And Premiere was Premiere at that time, and Pete Rock was Pete Rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, large professor, large professor, and Q-Tip. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Les, you you getting some heavy heaviest of the heaviest hitters. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to equate that to now, like who, what producers could you name now? You'd be like, oh man, they on the album, but it's not the same thing because I can get those cats on the album. It happens pretty often. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, you can have that happen together. You know, the cats who are at that height and mm-hmm. like get them together like that. But it just wasn't, like you said, it wasn't happening like that then. So there was also a competition, you know, with those cats. Even though I'm sure it was a friendly one, mm-hmm. it was like, oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, if you hear Premier and Pete Rock talk about it, they they admitted to it. You really? Know what I'm saying? So like, they went his, they were like, oh man, dang, okay. Because <laughs> those are like, like those are both like top ten of their beats, I would say. Oh yeah, I won't argue this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they're both timeless. Like that's the other aspect that what you're saying. Like, can can today's you get something out of it? It's because it's timeless. Like, yeah, it doesn't sound that dated. Yeah, at all. Like the world is yours. It's timeless, bro. Like, you can say, you know what I'm saying, I'm out for presidents to represent me. Say what? You know what I mean? <laughs> Any age, they would, I promise you they would know that from something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You would, you would know it. And it's crazy. Like, some of the lines as well, too, they're kind of like, they're sort of like the live long and prosper for rap fans. You know, like, mm. live long and prosper, you know. I, I know you're a Trekkie. If I say live long and prosper and right. I throw up the Vulcan sign, if you say I'm out for presidents to represent me. Right, right. You say... Right. Uh, sleep is a cousin of death. Yeah, it's like okay, I know you now. Yeah, you know, sleep is the cousin of death <laughs> is still used today. Exactly, today it's like, that's timeless right there. Exactly, it's it's timeless. It's a timeless bar. Like the songs that have been created around that. Uh, even from Kendrick, I know Kendrick has said it. I know Game has said it. Like there's so many artists that have gone back to just that line alone because just how crazy that is. It had you questioning, man, should I go to sleep? You know what I'm saying? Like, should I get some sleep? Like, I don't know. I don't want, I don't want to meet my cousin. <laughs> you know? Oh, and it's like, and it's so many other lines like that are just so elegant. Yeah. Elegantly man. put like uh, all throughout uh, Illmatic. Correct. Yeah. You That's know. a great word. Yeah. It's elegantly put. Yeah. Very true, man. It, it was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, they can definitely draw from this album and still feel this album because like I said, like timeless is timeless and classic is classic. I don't care when it came out. If it's dope, it's dope. Pet sounds, for God's sake! Like we just—I showed you a video of a dude, nineteen years old, getting into yeah. pet sounds. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's going to hold up. It's going to hold yeah, up. Yeah, especially if you you know, you know have ears and you're, you're looking for some good music. Right. It's going to connect to you. Yeah, you saw his mind getting changed yeah. watching that. You know what I'm saying? You saw this. He was a kid. He's 19. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But still, greatness is greatness. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It, it doesn't change. You know what I'm saying? Greatness doesn't change, man. So the players may change. You know what I'm saying? But the game is what it is. Mm. The game is greatness. And he gave you greatness. Yeah. Illmatic is definitely up there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what song do you want to talk about? You know what? I, I wanted to do New York State of Mind. That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Because I, but I feel like that's the cliche thing like, to say. It's like I don't think that's can anything be cliche with Illmatic. Come on, man. You know me. I'm a music dude like this. <laughs> you know how you know how this is. Sure, sure. When you when you gave me this, you know this wasn't an easy <laughs> thing for me. It was like, oh man, I gotta think now. Like, oh okay, well with this, this, this. Oh man, I want to like pick your favorite child. You know what I mean? Right, come on, man. And my favorite child is New York State Mind. <laughs> but because I love that song so much, like you said, it's premiere, like it's a top three premiere beat in my head. And you it it matched him so well and Nas flipped so many styles on it. It was unbelievable. And I you know, it's just a great song to start off an album and, and it's a great song that makes you sound like the city. Mm-hmm. It sounds yeah, like it New sets York. the scene. Like it sets an incredible scene. But I didn't want to, I was like, no, I don't want to talk. I wanted to talk about a song that I don't hear talked about as much. And that song is Memory Lane. Mm. Now, do you want me to get into it now? Or you want to play it? Well, no, to? just talk about it. Like, it just like so, explain some things about like why it's special to you. So, so here's what's crazy about Memory Lane. It's the, it's, it's, if you have the tape, it's the first song on, on side two. Sure, yes. So after listening to Halftime, which, you know, ends it and, you know, uh, the world is yours and life's, the, you know, and um, New York State of Mind, it was a very different kind of picture painted. It was dark. It was gloomy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you wanted to stay out there in that rain. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, But that's what it was. When that beat comes on, it sounds like sunlight through the dark sky because it sounds kind of happy. You know what I'm saying? It's called Memory Lane. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And in parentheses, it says sitting in the park. Yeah. And you equate those things with happiness yeah with some positivity and then when it comes on it's it sounds like happiness yeah it sounds like very reminiscent yeah yes it sounds very nice and happiness and then the first thing that i says is i rap for listeners blunt holders fly ladies and prisoners (laughs) hennessy holders and old school you know what i mean yeah you're like oh that's not happy and the song listening to him spit it is nothing happy you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying (laughs) at at all yeah throughout the song i I pour a Heineken brew to my deceased crew on Memory Lane. Like, nobody thinks of Memory Lane and thinks, you know, ne- thinks negatively or something sure. bad happening to you. You don't want to travel back down that Memory Lane. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not where you want to go. You know, you think of the song, Memory, back down Memory Lane. <laughs> you thinking of that. Sitting in the park reminds me of sitting on the dock of the bay. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm thinking that. So I never thought about that contrast as far as how he's using these terms that we usually associate with happiness, but yeah. it's like, definitely on the other end of the spectrum yeah because i never just associated you know what he's trying to do like kind of like playing on words and our expectations yeah of what memory lane usually is yeah and yeah so it's so many bars in there i'll get into that later but it was so many bars that that threw me like for a loop that i was just like wow dog and i'm and if you listen to it you listen for the the positive like he gives you little hints of it because he, he that's just what he does that's what you know at that time he's 19 this is what he's been through mm-hmm. but he's saying stuff like you know 
my pen my pen taps for pad and then my brain blank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I think of rough streets, hustling fiends. You know what I'm saying? Like this is where he's at on memory lane, dog. You know what I'm saying? This is what his memories are as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, dang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, that's just like tough. you're not even twenty yet. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's it sounded like he lived the life of a forty year old already. Like it sounded like, man, dude, this is this is tough. Like he had the dark liquor with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, my, my Hennessy holders. Yeah, <laughs> come on now. And old school. You know what I mean? He said it. So yeah, that's why that song completely blew me away because it set you up. Uh it gave you a, a different kind of style music wise. And I you would never know that that was a DJ premiere beat. Yeah, that's one thing I don't usually think about or associate with them. You would never know that. It took me a minute to say I, I can't think hollow because I was reading it, you know. Sure, in sure. The, in the uh, tape, but I looked at it a few times. Like him, DJ Premier. This it's like, where's the bottom at? Where are the yeah, scratches? You at? know what I'm saying? This ain't New York State of Mind. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? This ain't represent. You know what yeah. I mean? This ain't one time for your mind. Like, <laughs> well, this is. There was no, you know, I was waiting for the the chop, the super chop to come in. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I let you know is Premier is the scratches. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But the beat of it, man, it didn't sound like. What you were used to from Premier at that yeah, time, yeah, yeah, and just only like the catchy, like uh, like the Bismarcky thing, yeah, 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 that's right, yeah, because yeah, he's like clever like that, <laughs> yeah, because he's very clever, yeah, Genius yeah. So that's like, like that. the only really sign that it is Premier. Not yeah. that I think about it, yeah. So yeah. I'm so glad I had you on here to talk about <laughs> Ilmatic. There are things I wasn't even thinking about yeah, just man. as far as like noticing that DJ Premier trademarks in Memory Lane, yeah. So all right, so I think we should uh, go ahead and uh, play it. This is Big Dave's selection from Ilmatic, which is celebrating. It's 25th anniversary this year. This is Nas with Memory Lane right now on Noteworthy on EYC Radio. You know what I'm saying? Big Nas, Grand Wizard. What is it like? You know what I'm saying? Yo, man. I rap for listeners, blunt heads, fly ladies, and prisoners. Hennessy holders and old school niggas, and then I'll be dissing them. Unofficial that mo holy tie. I dropped out of Cooley High, gas the block, or get cutie pie. Jungle survivor, smoke the lava. My 